welcome to the 1% Podcast. My name is Avi Wiswer, social media influencer and motivational speaker. Every week you hear an inspiring message. We hear from a person that is on their journey to success. With each episode, I hope that you can take something valuable with you, become 1% better in your life. Thank you for stopping by and let the growth begin. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Podcast. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support. And thank you guys for showing love on every single episode. I have a guest with me today, Matthew Matheson. If you want to give yourself the... I'm going to give you the floor, you know. (laughs) Anything you want to say about yourself? Yo, yo, yo! (laughs) (laughs) It feels good to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, You can find me at M underscore M underscore fit for the gram. Muscle memory fitness for the YouTube. I am a professional bodybuilder. Uh... I'm a professional trainer, coach, whatever you want to call it. And I'm outside, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about what, what started your influ- uh, fitness influencing journey, especially I know sometimes with people, at least for myself, there's a reason behind why I got into fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I got out of a, you know, a couple years ago, got out of a bad relationship. I wasn't really, you know, I'd never really been in the gym before. And that was kind of my why to okay. just work on myself and work on my physical fitness my physical image because at that time i didn't really like how i looked Mm. and i want to know what started your fitness journey and then we'll carry on to fitness influencing journey um my fitness my fitness journey started off because i was in search of myself Mm. i started off fitness when i was probably i'd say 15 16 years old my uncle always left his garage open for me he always had weights there I didn't know what the hell I was doing with the weights, but I said I wanted to look like those uh, Dragon Ball Z characters, and I got started. So that's where it began for me. I was searching for myself. Fitness was an outlet for me. You know, um, some people turn to sports. Some people turn to drugs. Some people use different things for their coping mechanisms. Uh, that's what lifting weights was for me, and that's when the journey began. Okay. Do you think that for people in search of themselves, do you think that fitness can be able to lead to other areas of your life, maybe your spiritual journey, maybe your emotional journey? Do you think that if you start with fitness as the foundation, do you think that it could lead to the other avenues of the overall sense of self and perception of self and kind of like that self-love? Most definitely, because uh, fitness requires discipline. Especially if you're looking for, uh, for example, I competed in bodybuilding. Uh, Bodybuilding took a lot of discipline with dieting and being consistent in the gym. That also trickled into other areas of my life. Um, It kept me in school, focused on my work uh, when I was in college. You know, when you're in college, it's a lot of drinking, partying, and everything like that. But I wasn't playing for any sports team But I was competing in bodybuilding, you know, and knowing that my life is not the same as anyone else who is not competing and yeah, who's not competing. It just made me have to focus in, hone in on sticking to the script, making sure I'm at the gym 6 a.m., getting it in because I may have a class for 7, 8, Uh, making sure my diet is on point so I can't be outside 
drinking and eating things that I'm not supposed to be eating, you know? So it definitely played an effective role in other areas of my, of my life. Why do you think people should be disciplined? Discipline is necessary because it allows you to remain focused. Uh, and once you're focused, no one can shift no one can shift you off your, your path and purpose. You need discipline to reach your final destination. If you don't have that discipline, you'll be gone with the wind. <laughs> you'll definitely be gone with the wind. How do you think somebody can start to be disciplined now? Have the right mindset. You need the right mindset. You have to know your why. Why am I going to the gym every day? Am I going to the gym every day? To look good for the women? Am I going to the gym every day to feel good about myself? You know, um, just implementing that mindset will take you far. Okay. It'll definitely take you far. I know weightlifting is one of the few things that where you are constantly battling yourself. You're constantly trying to, I guess, create this better version of yourself. Where's the you versus you? You know, some people go into the gym for battling their demons, battling their insecurities that they may see on the inside or maybe on the outside. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the few things that you can actually work on and nobody else is influencing you but you. I want to know what keeps you motivated to stay in the best shape, to be able to perform for not only yourself but your your followers. Honestly, I do it for my mental health. Um making sure that I am the in the right mental health um, requires me to get a good workout in. Once my workout is out of the way, I'm capable of conquering any and everything else that I set out to, to conquer. So mental health uh, is, uh, is the main reason why I, it just keeps me locked in focus. I know I'm not going to be the same person without getting my workout done at the end of the day. Has there been any circumstances in your life where your mental health has taken a taken a hit, maybe from not working out or taking a mental hit in general? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. When I am not able to work out, I can't focus. I, I can't focus because um, there's just so much happening in my life where it's just like I need the ability to just release that stress. And lifting weights, doing calisthenics. It's always given me the ability to free my mind, do that extra rep, uh, set a goal. Can I lift this weight? Am I not capable of lifting it? If not, maybe I'll come back next week. Let me do the groundwork required for me to be able to move this 315, you know? Um, yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I, w I want to make this more of a, a, of a personal question. How mm. has weightlifting in general, fitness in general, how has it helped you maybe spiritually? That's loaded. Um, I'm not a religious person, but I am a very spiritual person. And spiritually, it has opened up my eyes and it has allowed me to take the time out to understand who it is that I am, what it is that I want, and where I am going. Um, I always take the time out to set a goal and understand why it is that I am setting that goal. 
um, from a, from a spiritual standpoint, I'm always looking for understanding. I started lifting weights and working out because I was looking, I was in search of myself. The two go hand in hand. I find that because I feel good about myself when working out, um, internally, and I look good on, on the physical side, it keeps me um, more in tune with my path and purpose. Uh, it makes me say, ah, what I'm doing is working. Let me keep going at it. Um, there is more enlightenment based on how people treat me. Um, my mood, the positive energy that I'm able to put out and receive back. Um, so, so spiritually, yeah, it's just, it's just create, created a way for change and how I view the world, my perspective, um, the things that people say to me, how I take it in. And um, it, I just understand so much more. I just understand so much more. Okay. It sounds like it's a, from, from what I could gather, it sounds like it's a karmic effect. It's good karma by putting that energy into yourself, putting that love into yourself. Not only will you love yourself more, but the world will love you a little bit more. And you'll gain a little bit perspective and kind of elevate your mindset and become more conscious and mindful of the way that you view other people, the way that you view yourself and kind of take away that negative self-talk and reinforce positive, positive thoughts and the way that you view yourself. I kind of want to ask you, has working out, has it improved your confidence? Working out has improved my confidence tremendously. Um, from the day that I lifted weights in the garage and I started seeing the slight changes and getting, a li you know, compliments here and there, I'm like, I'm doing something right. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing something right. And that right there just set the tone for the entire situation. Okay. I kind of want to know a little bit more about your fitness influencing journey. Um, when did you start? What made that mental shift? You know, I love working out. Let me just try to make a career into this. And it, you know, as you have, I wanted to know what, what was that that kind of clicked into your brain that's like, let me just go for it in terms of fitness influencing. Okay, so... um. That's a very interesting question as well, because growing up, I was very shy. I didn't want to take pictures. I didn't like being in front of the camera. I didn't like being at the forefront of anything. At one point in time, I had a job at Dwayne Reed, and I was very happy and content with crushing boxes in the back. Just leave me in the back. Let me crush the boxes. Let me stock up the shelves. I'm good with it. Until one day, my manager um, asked me to work at the cash register now the cash register was at the front of the store and there was a big glass window right then and there um i was not a fan of talking to people but it forced me to have to interact with people on a daily basis so that was the icebreaker the communication then um i got into bodybuilding uh bodybuilding started for me when i was just i wasn't playing any sports but it was just more so like, okay, this works for me. I have the look. Let me step on st on stage. I show off the full package. Hmm. And now here I am. People are gravitating to me. I'm forced to communicate with them, share my experiences. Um, so now you got me on stage. You got the cameras in front of me. I I'm building that confidence. I have the look. 
Uh, so then here comes social media. I didn't like posting on social media. I was never consistent or anything like that. But somewhere down the line, um, I was influenced to start a YouTube. I started the YouTube and um, it was it was very natural. It was organic because I'm just discussing my experiences uh, from the YouTube, created an Instagram and then it just kind of took off. People saw all of the hard work that I was doing. Um, and I started putting it out there. But at the same time, I was doing it. It was kind of in vain. Because I really and truly had nothing. I felt as if I had nothing to offer. But it's not until I started um, giving people tips on how I made my transition into the influencer culture is when people really and truly started to gravitate to me. And I felt as if I had more of a purpose to deliver social media wise. Okay. I know that obviously with people, sometimes they, they hesitate to, to post their content. They're yeah. very, very perfectionist. Oh, I need to, they're working on a video and it's been like two weeks. What was the mental shift for you to just like, was it always, I'm just going to post it and whatever happens, happens? Or was it more of like a perfectionist where you just constantly looked at it and constantly edited and you constantly did the, the little things to try to make the perfect video? Was it always, which one was it for you? At first, it was just being a perfectionist. Being a perfectionist. Videos would never get posted because I was too busy hiding them in my vault. Being a perfectionist. And then it got to the point where I saw people posting content of their hand <laughs> and it would gain thousands of likes and i'm just over here like wait i'm sitting here putting in this groundwork and this person could po post a picture of their hand and it, it gained so much traction um after that i was just like you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna post because at this point it's like whatever the algorithm gives the al algorithm gives but at the same time i want to post quality content you know, so I'm not at this point in time, I am not posting just to post, but I am posting with purpose. I'm posting to give good information. I want the post to be genuine quality. Um, it doesn't have to gain a lot of likes. I don't have to get a lot of follows as long as I'm putting placing the information out there for the general public. It works for me. I think that that's I really resonate with that message so mm -hmm. much because I'm a person that likes to be authentic in, in my message. And I think that social media has now fabricated this whole idea of I'm just going to do it for views. I'm going to do this action for views. I'm going to do this action for likes. And then they kind of shy away with why they even started in the first place, yes, which yes. is to give value, to give information. So they, they're so fixated on what was it that got them to blow up and they'll do it but they'll do it in different ways rather mm -hmm. than just being authentic, being genuine and putting out the most real things. And to me, I think the social media and at least from what I've seen, the algorithm is more receptive and will give you more if you're being genuine in, in terms of the original videos, in terms of the originality, because you'll see people, at least from my perspective, mm -hmm. that they'll have the perfect setup, you know, the mic, the everything, but at least from for myself, I can say that the videos started to blow up when I was in my car. Like yes. I had no mic. I it was it, <laughs> it was it. just me in my car. Yeah. And it's there's something about that realness and that authenticity 
that to me I feel like is rewarded. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just, yeah, we all want great quality, but at the end of the day, if it's not authentic, the message, the purpose of the video, then it will never be rewarded. And I think I, I, I really like the posting for purpose because mm-hmm. I think that's what it should be, the intention. Definitely. I, I like the, the, the word, we'll use the word intention, the intention behind the video. What is the intention for? Is it for likes? Is it for views? You know, for whatever. I know some people that will post, um, some, some people that I follow or followed mm-hmm. posted videos with with a brand and it had nothing to do with what they were trying to represent you know and i think that's very important to kind of incorporate how it fits with you and i i notice in a lot of your videos that it's very authentic the things that you would use in your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. is posted you know like with the with the um the vitamins, mm-hmm. you know, I've noticed that you had a couple videos with there. Obviously, Manscaped, you know, with yeah. <laughs> bodybuilding, you know, that's that's something that people are going to, when you see bodybuilding shows, that's they're, they don't have a lot of hair on their body, so they obviously mm-hmm. have to. So that's something that I really do admire and I respect is something that as a creator from to creator that I really do appreciate and your your message has been authentic and has been genuine. So I, I just want to give you your flowers that. now. I appreciate that, um, most definitely in terms of working with brands Mm -hmm. how has it shaped you what has it been like representing some great companies like i said manscaped and a couple of others that you've worked with it's been an interesting experience um mainly because i would always feel as if i never had what it took to be noticed in these brands but really and truly you'll never know if you don't try so i just started to reach out reach out, make myself known. Um, I've been very consistent with, uh, with my Instagram and my TikTok and being consistent has allowed me to build that portfolio of who I am. You know, this is why you should use me. I have, I have the look, I have the, the, uh, the communication skills, pick me, (laughs) you know, you, you want to sell yourself, right? You want to sell yourself. A lot of people may not want to sell themselves and go the extra mile. But as long as you do the groundwork and build that foundation and show your portfolio of work, whether it may be TikTok, Instagram, or whatever platform that you have, it's it's great for them to see, okay, at least he has the work ethic. He may not have the look, but he has the work <laughs> ethic. Maybe we could use him for something. Right. You know, so it's been a rewarding experience. It makes me want to keep trying um, cause before I just look at these things and say, I can't get it, you know? Meanwhile, people would rush to me and, and ask, what brands are you working with? What, what other work do you do? And I wouldn't have an answer for them because I wasn't doing the groundwork, but, um, now I'm doing the groundwork and now I have something to show for it. Um, if you don't have anything to show for it, you can't expect for these brands to want to work with you, you know, um, you can't there aren't there aren't hand, any handouts Absolutely. you know some people may get that handout <laughs> you, you know but everybody won't get that handout you actually have to do the groundwork what has you you talked about trying what has failing meant to you in your journey what has oh um as far as i'm i'm concerned as far if if i fail it just makes me want it even more you know um i don't stop i'm going to relay it right back to bodybuilding um, I got my, I started competing in 2011. I won my pro card in 2013. 
I was doing about three to four shows a year just so I could be on the right track to win my pro card. These judges saw me around around the clock. I was gaining weight, losing weight, taking the information that they gave me, um, going back, doing the groundwork, and showing back up on stage because um, I was so determined to win my pro card. Now, three to four, four to five shows a year, that's a lot. Right. But if you really want it, you're going to go and get it regardless of how many times you fail. And it wasn't to say that I was necessarily failing, but I was taking um, taking key points that the judges gave me. I was working on it, and I was showing back up. Um, I did an article. I did a bodybuilding article. I think it was 2012. And uh, in 2012, I lost the show because I didn't have the legs. Mm-hmm. required for me to win the show. So um, when I got, when they gave me the article, the two-page article spread, it was based on how I'm coming back and now I have the legs, will I win the show? That was the same year that I won the entire show and got my pro card. Oh, wow. Because I went back, I did my homework, I, they said I didn't have any legs, I took that personal. I went, I did the groundwork, legs became my favorite muscle group to tra- to train cuz i hated doing legs but i went from training legs one day a week to training legs two times a week you know um if you're looking to put on that quality mass train legs two times a week <laughs> um and that 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 was the key that was the key so don't look at it as a as a loss look at it as more so a lesson a lesson needed for you to grow and for you to get that win that you need to carry on. Mm. Wow. That was, that was a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want to be able to steer this into, obviously I know with the bodybuilding journey, there probably, as you were going, there probably was a lot of negative talk around uh, whether it was friends, family members, Mm -hmm. and at least from the greatest competitors that I've known that they've always taken that, for fuel they've always wanted to be able to take that information kind of store it into their mind and be able to use it for the greater good Definitely. has there been any in, people in your journey that have you know kind of wrote you off obviously you know use the example mm-hmm. what did that do to you hearing oh i mean his legs are too small um and maybe other people that you've admired loved kind of try to write you off as well what is that oh, done to you it fuels me it, it excites me um even now, even outside of the world of bodybuilding, just just your, your regular day to day, people will write me off for certain things because I don't move in a certain fashion, you know. But I'm always prepared. I'm always doing the groundwork. So I love to see someone write me off. First and foremost, because it allows me to identify who's who. Why are you in my corner? Just because I'm not moving in a specific fashion, that doesn't mean that I am not capable of executing X, Y, Z. Maybe I feel like this is not the time for me to move in that fashion. You know, certain people will see certain things and write you off and then you'll see them fall back. But the minute that your numbers start picking up and you start and you're starting to show out and you're getting more work and things like that everybody wants to crawl back in slowly but surely but we don't double back for them 
We already, we already know what's what. Man, I relate to that message so much, man. Uh, I relate to that so much. And I think it's when, when the numbers are down, people uh, will, will kind of second guess or mm-hmm. they'll, they'll say, why did you even start the journey? All these things, you know, when you first start out, even obviously when you hit a dip in numbers, people are like, oh, well, you know, his reign or the success trajectory has now flattened out for him yeah. and it's plateaued and we don't know if it's going to go back up or down. And at least personally, I think it's more of a, of a mental battle, you know, knowing maybe the numbers aren't where you may want them to be um, in terms of views, in terms mm-hmm. of likes, but it all goes back to that. What is the intent or what is the purpose for posting? Absolutely. And I think that's, to anybody listening, I think that's got to be the framework. If you want to be a creator, any any trying to any content you're trying to make, I think that should be the framework. What is your purpose for posting? And if you are consistent in that purpose and genuine and real and authentic in that purpose, at some point everything you know will catch up. Um, where I wanted to go with this next question mm-hmm. is, I really want to know what is what has it been like emotionally. Um, with bodybuilding i know we talked a lot a bit about bodybuilding but i really want to know what what has it been like emotionally in terms of preparing yourself mentally you know spiritually emotionally obviously all of all the above what has that been like for you in terms of your journey in bodybuilding um i refer back to bodybuilding so much because it's that one thing that kept me on the straight and narrow um we spoke about discipline. Body bodybuilding gave me the discipline to carry into other areas of my life, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Um, it's it, it's created a great foundation for me. Um, I, I I tackle things with great ease. I have a free flowing personality. I kind of blow with the wind. I could be here. I could be over there. But when it came to bodybuilding, it created structure. You know, um, that that structure started off with wake up, waking up early in the morning, having breakfast, making my way to the gym. And that sets the tone for the remainder of the day. Okay, now I have to go to class. Now I have to go to work. Bodybuilding did all of that for me. Before bodybuilding, there was no structure. I'm going to the gym. I'm working out. But I can't really tell you why I'm working out except for my mental health. It makes me feel good. But I had no real goal that I'm chasing, the older that I got, the more that I realized how much bodybuilding impacted my livelihood. You know, it kept me away from doing things that my friends were doing that landed them in a, in a bad position. I never had to experience certain things because I already had that structure and that mindset that I created on my own. I knew what was required of me. And so I implemented it into my spiritual lifestyle, my um, my my work lifestyle. And it, it it has a trickling effect. Definitely has a trickling effect. You talked a little bit earlier about the the groundwork. Mm-hmm. More specific, could you dive a little deeper on what actually the groundwork is to you and what that what that kind of signifies and exemplifies? The groundwork is really and truly staying focused on my path and my pers- purpose. Um, that is the groundwork. Knowing why I am doing what I am doing. Take it right back to posting for you. Um, in the very beginning, I, I'd want to post, but I'm so focused on the perfection of the post. After a while of realization and 
knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing, say I, I just want to help people or just want to put information out there, it makes it, uh, it's more genuine. It's a more genuine approach. Um, likes, the instant gratification, I can't front. It feels good. But at the end of the day, if I have people hitting me up in my DM, asking me questions, commenting on, on, on the post where I could give um I could give knowledgeable feedback, it makes a world of a difference. I have like five likes. But uh, knowing that I can change a, a, a person's um livelihood or thought process with positive reinforce reinforcement, positive information, it makes a world of a difference. What is you talked a lot about purpose on this podcast. For somebody that may not know what their purpose is, how would they be able to start and find that? Knowing your purpose, I really feel like it just boils down to sitting down, understanding who you are, embracing who you are, um, and being comfortable with who you are and identifying what it is that you have to offer. I, I, for me personally, it just started off with, Again, being in search of who I was when I when when I'm able to identify certain pieces of who I am and what I have to offer, I'm able to move mountains. I'm able to say, okay, I am good at uh, I'm good at training, training. I might not be going to the NBA or NFL, (laughs) but I know what is required to take an athlete from point A to point B, you know, so just being able to stay true to who I am and not lying to myself and saying, Oh, I could do this. And I can do that. When I know that I'm not capable of doing X, Y, Z has allowed me to stay within my frame, stay within my lane and hone in on what I'm good at and allow that to build me. What would you tell somebody that is interested in becoming a fitness influencer or a bodybuilder or an influencer in general? I would tell, I would tell someone to just, um, Find your niche, first and foremost, find your niche, uh, something that you're genuinely interested in, and be real about it. Um, I had someone who reached out to me two days ago. He wanted to get his, his, uh, his fitness off of the ground in terms of like selling programs and packages, and um, he didn't want to go to school for personal training. So I explained to him. You don't have to go to school for personal training. You know, you you get a, look into a good certification. I give them a list of certifications to look into. Study the material. Learn it on your own. And take the test. You know, everything else you'll learn when you uh, when you apply it. But he came to me um, asking for a cheat sheet. You know, what, what can he do to expedite the process? Because he really wants to give information. People asking him what he does, but he doesn't quite know what to tell them. I just told him, just keep it real. Be honest with yourself. You know, there's no cheat sheet that I can give you to allow you to go out and put out these meal plans and programs and everything like that to expedite your business and where you want to go. But the best possible thing that you can do is the groundwork. Work on yourself. Build your physique. Build your physique. Keep it real with people. Tell you, you may have to say, hey, I may not know what I'm doing personal training wise, but this is what I do to have the look and physique that I have. And that alone will make someone want to sit down, 
do the research and and follow in the the, the same steps that you may be taking that you know you, you just missing key pieces for yeah you know so there's that <laughs> i think uh a lot of times we try to we try to skip that we try to skip steps and within within the process within you know the the purpose or whatever you're trying to achieve the mission you're trying to get there as fast as possible yeah and you want to get there and you know you're so impatient about it and you kind of expedite try to expedite the process but i think that you can never expedite the process i mean you seen we came here into the studio and it was yeah we it wasn't it wasn't in the best of shape and it's mm-hmm. the the situation that we are now within this podcast obviously it's not ideal mm-hmm. but we're staying the course you know yes. we're not skipping steps we're staying present we're doing and controlling what we can control there's other equipment that you know we don't currently have right now that Mm -hmm. we would like to have so we have to rent out studios but i think the the thing you know that i'm trying to you know push within this podcast and just in this journey in in itself is you can't there's no steps that could be skipped you have to within the foundation that you build take it one step at a time one day at a time and it doesn't even go for you know content creation that's just life in general yes yes and staying consistent yeah i feel like staying consistent is is very important because you may have all the tools and skills required for you to execute but because you're not consistent in what you're doing you're not receiving the traction that you long for got to stay consistent yeah consistency does matter um you know just whether it's the ups the downs you got to be able to just kind of weather out the storm you know and it's very hard to tell yourself all of those things at least within myself personally I've mm-hmm. I've dealt with it a lot um whether it's just posting whether it's just life in general you got to just be able to stay consistent you know just show up for yourself just continue to show up and over time when you continuously show up mm-hmm. you kind of create I do kind of want to say discipline and, and when you show up for yourself and you realize that you show up for yourself, nobody else is going to show up for you. So Absolutely. just continuously putting yourself forward, your best foot forward mm-hmm. and just have faith and just kind of hope that everything will work out. And I feel like within that, everything will work out. Most definitely. What are some brands that you would want to work with in the future? Um, I would definitely like to work with New Balance. I love their shoes. They're super comfy. Um, I would also like to work with. This is, I also want to. Mm-hmm. Is there any current brands that you're working with now? I mean, if if you can't disclose, but is there any other brands that you're currently working with now that may we may see a collaboration with in the future? Well, um, I, well, I already do a lot of collaborations with Manscaped, so that's been um that's been pretty fun. Um, I just started collaborating with a supplement company, Blue Star Nutraceuticals. Their products are great as well. Um, Yeah, so those are two brands that I'm working with at the current moment. Uh, But as far as other brands that I I would want to work with, uh, yeah, definitely New New Balance is up there. Under Armour is definitely up there. I would love... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, but yeah, those are two brands that i definitely like to work with okay in the near future putting it into the universe <laughs> hope y'all see me <laughs> uh, we, we talked a little bit about your bodybuilding past and you know your your past journey if you could time travel mm-hmm. back, back to that version of yourself what would you tell yourself would you change anything 
or would you continuously stay that course and see how it all played see how it all played out honestly i wouldn't change a thing i wouldn't change a thing because it it was the preparation that i needed everything that i went through was what i needed to become the person that i am today mentally physically emotionally i wouldn't change it for the world everything happened in the fashion that it was supposed to happen in there there's nothing that i i, w- I would tell myself mainly because there was a lot of growth in searching for that understanding um the answers didn't just fall on my lap i, I searched for it I, I i looked for for the understanding and because i did that groundwork i feel like having the ability to go back and tell myself do this or, or, or do that would be like a cheat sheet, like a cheat code. I don't want the cheat code. Yeah. Let me work for it. I'll um, I'll cherish it. I'll yeah. cherish it so much more. Um, and you know when you work hard for what you want, you're gonna hold on to it for dear life. Yeah, absolutely. You won't let it slip. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, man, I think this was. Uh, phenomenal podcast in terms of you know everything the the value the way that the information was brought up the way that we went about going you know about everything i i really did enjoy this conversation i hope you did as well definitely Uh, did in the future we're definitely gonna be able to run it back for sure you know part two whenever uh we feel like the time is right i do want to ask one more question Mm -hmm. where do you see yourself in a couple years Ooh, that's a I don't one. like to look far ahead into the future, but I do yeah. want to know what is that plan within yourself? What does that look like for you? Huh, the plan for myself is to uh, work with more brands, um, have this online training on and popping to the best of my ability where it comes in terms of having programs for my clients and everything like that and just have everything being accessible. Um, and just, just, um, fulfilling my path and purpose, fulfilling my path and purpose, keep keep it straightforward with you, (laughs) fulfilling my path, my path and purpose. It's so easy to say, I want to do this. I want to do that. But to know that, um, know that I am currently on the course to doing everything that I set out to do makes me hone in on that path and purpose, path and purpose. Okay. Actually, there. I just thought of two more questions. Mm-hmm. One, what is something that you want to become 1% better within this year? 1% better. Mm-hmm. I got a great one. Okay. Because I spoke to uh, I spoke to my man over here earlier about it. <laughs> Shout out, Matt. <laughs> Shout out to Matt, Matthew. Got Matthew. two Matts in the got room. Got two Matts. Facts. Um, me and Matt was talking about uh, networking. I want to be become better at networking. Sometimes I may not be in the mood <laughs> to want to network, or I may not care to network. You know, I may only want to network in a room that I may be comfortable in. But is it really networking if you're comfortable in that room and you're not stepping outside of your comfort zone to really meet people and have different conversations and things like that. So I definitely want to, and I am a social butterfly. <laughs> that That's the funny part about it. Um, but I definitely want to become better with networking, okay. like reaching out and, Hey, you want to 
through a collab or a partnership, you know. And um, I've been doing the groundwork, but it can, there's so much more that can be done. You know, um, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm sitting on a treasure chest full of full of jewels. But what's the sense of, you know, sitting on that treasure chest if I can't show off what I have, you know? So I feel like um, networking um, outside of my comfort zone would definitely allow me to show off the, the jewels that I have to bring to the table. Interesting. Um, I know this, this podcast isn't geared towards me, but uh, as of the past few podcasts, I've always gave the guest an option to ask maybe a question on insight in, in terms of what I may think about something, maybe mm-hmm. a question that they've wanted to ask me, um, you know, maybe viewing my content, whatever. I'll give you the floor. If you have no questions, that's okay too. Okay. Uh, but if, if there's a question that you want to ask me, I'll give you the floor to, to be able to ask away. Okay. Um, why did you want to start this podcast? Um, hmm. Um, I kind of talked about it with the fear, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll, I'll go again and, and, and say that, uh, I wanted to be able to create a podcast for people that may be struggling, um, okay. that may be wanting to better themselves, but they don't know how, um, by no means am I a perfect person. By no means am I, you know, on, on social media, they see this, you know, this this version of myself that is, oh, he must have a bulletproof mindset. But, you know, that's something that I'm consistently working at, you know, the the 1% better. Um, I'm trying to always refine myself. And, you know, in times of struggle, in times of adversity, in times of obstacles, I want to be able to portray to people that listen. As long as you find that thing that's one percent better, mm-hmm. you're gonna grow. You know, you're gonna become a better version of yourself. Yeah. And you know, as we're all on this, you know, you see the self development, self growth, self, self everything. Um, I want to be able to provide that space for people, the vulnerable experience, the real, the genuine experience. That listen, I'm gonna be vulnerable in some episodes. That things that I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be genuine in my message with how I'm portraying it with how I want it to come off and within myself and not try to portray myself as this perfect version of myself, this perfect person, because I don't believe in perfect. I think that we're always refining and and kind of tweaking up ourselves. So that's really the reason why I created just for a space to people that may be going through things. And sometimes for me, it's a therapeutic experience. You know, I'm hearing other people's versions of success i'm hearing other people's thoughts the way the things that they went through you know and and to me that's very interesting so that's really why i love having guests that obviously they don't have to be the most successful but the most insightful people Mm -hmm. and the most knowledgeable and wise people and kind of explain their journey um and and within that you know i want to be able to add some stuff that they've accomplished that they've done and the mindsets that they've cultivated and implemented into my life and I want to be able to share the experience with with the audience as well. So that's really why I created the podcast for sure. Dope. And where do you see yourself five years from now? Five years from now, I see myself having one of the biggest self-development podcasts in the world. I generally think that um, what we're building now is is just only the framework of what it will be. Um, And it may take longer than that. Uh, And to me, I'm always a person on, you know, the the journey. Um, 
the destination is the the real prize and sometimes i myself even look past that yeah. you know i i think of all the accomplishments that i want to have or what's next and instead of looking at what i've accomplished and that's actually something that i want to work on within one percent better this year mm-hmm. is a lot of other things as well that i want to become better in but kind of just appreciating the milestones and the things that i'm creating along the way and it you know accepting that and, and really indulging myself in that and not looking at oh what's next obviously that's a good thing to have but sometimes you just got to sit back you know from afar and just look at what you've created and look at what you've done thus yeah. far yeah, yeah you're absolutely right i could definitely resonate with that because i go i think back to th- when you asked me that question it's just like yeah I, i'd like to work with more brands five years from now but i just feel like i'm always going back and reflecting so what i may want may not be what i truly want and am i just saying that <laughs> but you know what if i focus on my path and my purpose i'm sure along the way i will find my you know where it is that i'm going and my destination you know so yeah i felt that <laughs> i felt that listen i want to say thank you um appreciate you for coming out thank you for having me and it, it's a it's a pleasure it's a blessing to have you come out you know speak your truth speak speak your journey uh, where can the people find you once again? I want to be able to let that. <laughs> you can definitely find me at M underscore M underscore fit for the gram and muscle memory fitness for the YouTube. I'm not hard to find. I'm outside, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support on every single episode. This is the 1% Podcast. I'm out.